Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Twas the night before Christmas when all through Steelers Nation, we mourn the loss of Franco every generation. The terrible towels were hung at his statue with care while prayers and memories filled the air. The Steelers were nestled all snug in their beds while visions of defeating the Raiders danced in their heads. Coach T in his kerchief and I in my coat, we were ready to run it down Las Vegas' throat. When out at Akershire there arose such a clatter, I sprang from the incline to see what was the matter. Down on the field he flew like a flash as the Raiders' defense, Najee, did thrash. TJ sprang to his sled, to his team he gave a whistle, and away they flew to Derek Carr and ate him like some gristle. I heard Pittsburgh exclaim late in the night, Merry Christmas, Steeler Nation, and to all, a good night. Bravo. What a great job. Oh, Wesley, that was just very, very nice. Shades of Dick LeBeau, almost. Exactly. How about that, Max? I like that. Hey, listen, a, a, a young poet is on, is, on, is on the horizon, ladies and gentlemen, and his name is Wesley Euler, a, a ninja of many hats. Um, <laughs> not only engineering board ops and also, you know, running, running his own show, he also has time to not only be Johnny for the Steelers Weekend Review, he also has time to write poetry. In his free time. And that was a beautiful, beautiful piece, Wes. What a great Thank rendition. Thank you for sharing that with us. Absolutely. I hope you guys enjoyed it. <laughs> we certainly did. We, I'm sure we certainly Nation did. did. Yes. You should, yes, they did. We got to put that at somewhere where they can get hold of that. You know, you got maybe yes. sitting around the tree tonight. You know, you run that back. Wesley Euler and the night before Christmas. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or you the know, night before steel- Christmas. Wait a minute. The night before the night before Christmas. There you go. That's it. Yeah, there it is. The the time before Christmas. <laughs> Some the evening before se- Christmas. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We get more general areas. We move along here. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. You'll come up with it, but that would be something that would be cool to either read and and release or to write it down. That would be oh, that that's wonderful. outstanding. Nice job, yeah. Wesley. Thank, Thank you, guys. Thank you. Yes. Okay. Now you know what's interesting, Max. I was looking up some of the the factoids of the you know the immaculate reception. Number one was that was the first playoff win for the Steelers in franchise history. That was also the yeah. first playoff TD when Franco crossed the goal line in franchise history, and that was Franco's only receiving TD pass in 19 playoff games. Wow. Wow. Isn't that something? I mean, I, I mean, mean isn't it just like eerie? Yes. Just, it just makes you just like, man, just think about the first and the onlys that, that was all in that moment mm. and how it was so isolated in history. You know, yes, um, and how it became. I mean, literally, you could say it was the immaculate reception of of Franco Harris's career in the playoffs. Yes, because it was the only one, <laughs> and it was like, wow, how does that even happen? You're a Hall of Fame running back, 
You got one pass in the playoffs. <laughs> Man. And, and how many Super Bowls did you go to? Yeah. Right? I right. just Oh, that's just so crazy. That that's that makes it even crazier, Wolf. It is just, you know, I mean, again, the the uh, tradition and history uh, of the Pittsburgh Steelers, is it never ceases to amaze me. I think that's what I love so much about going to the Hall of Honor Museum and walking, you know, walking through it. And you, you can't take it all in in one time. You've got to no. schedule several trips because there is just so much in between the lines that and things that you would have lost if you just go in one one time you'll never be able to take it all in because the history of the Steelers is just it's almost too remarkable you know i mean yeah. and it's a lot of fun man <laughs> boy is it, it, it fun is. no doubt about it all right so but it got, all, but it all ahead. started with it all started with that immaculate reception it did it really did that's you where know, it all began uh, and that's that that's just what just makes it special all right, let's take a look at what we're looking at tomorrow night. And that would be, of course, those dastardly Las Vegas Raiders. It's still downright the... dastardly. Yes. I mean, they were L.A., on that they were one. Oakland, yeah. they were L.A., they are Las Vegas. I mean, I don't know. They're like, they don't yeah. know where home is. They yeah. don't know where home is. Exactly so. But we do. And it's right here in the Berg. And you take a look at this, uh, you know, matchup of these two teams both six and eight coming in, and uh, you know what? I, I, I look at Derek Carr has got some weaponry. You know that's the thing about it. If you look at the weapons he's bringing between Josh Jacobs, Devontae Adams, Darren Waller, they are a trifecta. So you throw in Derek Carr, you got a quadfecta of people that can make like life miserable for the Steelers defense, and you've you've got to be able to come out and play against these guys it's going to be on uh, josh jacobs is going to be a heavy heavy uh you know heavy on his shoulders because the passing game is going to struggle if these wind gusts keep uh up as much as they're predicting yeah no if, if there if, if it comes out to being what we expect it to be it's going to be ooh, it's going to be a rough one yeah it's gonna be blistery and the one thing that's going to be re- reliant is the run game right that's the one variable that can equalize in this type of weather is who establishes that run and who punishes the other defense. Yes. And, you know, for the Raiders, they've been kind of a balanced squad mm-hmm. over this last couple of weeks. Um, you know, you think about that Patriots game and they had their version of, I, I can't even call it back, deceptive, deceptive <laughs> interception. <laughs> yeah. I won't use immaculate with that. No, I'm going to use a negative. Yeah. I'm going to use a negative word. They don't call it the immaculate. It's not the immaculate interception. It's just the immaculate deception. That's it. It's just the no. deception, period. <laughs> yeah, it is. You know, but 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 it's but it's it was it, I will say one of the worst plays I've ever seen in NFL history. What in the world could he possibly have been thinking? Uh, I, Jacoby Myers when he threw that back. J- he wasn't. That's all I can think is that he wasn't. Yeah. I, it's got to be panic. Like he was suppo- like he was supposed to think. Yep. And then he forgot to think. <laughs> yeah. Like like I don't know how you break the huddle, and not know the situation. I don't know if he thought. Like only thing I can think that makes remote sense, Wolf. Yes. Is that he forgot that they were tied, and he thought they were down. It's got to be right. Yeah. That's the only. That's the only logical rational thing I could think of. But then 
how do you not know what the score is in the game at the last couple of seconds and what you actually need to get done before you go into overtime it's and it, yeah, yeah it, I, I mean i was i was like what the hell are they doing you know what i'm saying like it was just one of those things i was like you watch it you just like i i know what's going to happen I, it's just like watching a slow car wreck yeah like you know what's going to happen but you can't pull your eyes away and you just you're like you're screaming at them like no don't turn no get down something and it, you know that they can't hear you they can't th- because it's already been done and it's still unfathomable like watching that play live it, it just yeah it is i think the car the slow motion car wreck analogy best support best kind of like describes what's going on there you know that's that got to be that moment like i had as a rookie on the front line on the onside kick like again i go back to it it's like when they onside kicked at me and all i could think of was no <laughs> And, you know, it's like yeah. you just swallowed a bottle of NyQuil, you know. No, that ball is so slow coming towards you. And I got to believe the whole Raiders sideline was looking at Myers when he threw that thing back going, no. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, it's like, come on, man. It's like, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. Ah, yeah. he's still doing it. He's doing he's it. still doing it. <laughs> Well, and the, and that is still happening. Yes, that, that's exactly how you feel in the moment. Now, I I, I was watching Josh Jacobs this morning. Um, you know the the running back. He's got four, almost fifteen hundred yards rushing. The guy is terrific. You know, I mean, he's he's slicker and snot on a doorknob there. Uh, just watching yeah, him cut is. through the line. I mean, this is not this is a pretty decent offensive line. These guys aren't bad. No, no, no. They're they're good at run, they're they're good at running the football. Right, right. I mean th- this. So in your mind, think how the Baltimore Ravens came into this game. That's the mentality you have to think. Yeah. And and they also they watched that meeting. You know they watched that game and 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 they they understand that there is something to be said. Um, that you know, hey, I know I know they just had this game against Carolina, but. Look what they did the game before, guys. I'm just saying. Right. We got, if you're telling me there's a chance, Lloyd, you know. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm saying there's a chance, yes. Exactly. You know, they come yeah. out and they're going to – you know, they run a lot more 21 personnel than I've seen with a lot of clubs. they got a fullback, Jacob Johnson, who – I, you know, he's just your average fullback. You know, what do you think of, of Johnson? It's not like he, he lights people up on ISO leads. No, th- th- this this is this isn't um uh, what what's this uh your ch- not your check use check use check this, this is not Ron Wolfley I'll say that yeah, yeah, it's not Ron oh Wolfley. look at that one yeah I'll for slide the, that for right the in. ages yeah it's not like little baby bro <laughs> you know I mean that's essentially what you just said is uh, that's exactly what I said it's it's not like the little one there you yeah. know in the household the little wolf uh but uh. <laughs> But yeah, you're right. It's not a Kyle use check. It's not a Patrick Ricard. Right. Right. He's he's just a guy that fits into that role, and he fits. It's not even Ingold. You know what I'm saying? Like like there's a lot of different fullbacks who you you you're like oh you got to know where that guy is. You got to right. know where he's leading because he he's a thumper. He's not really a thumper. He's just he's just he's just an additional waller. He's, he's a bit yes. He's a big back. He's six three two fifty five. But you know when yeah. he comes for impact, you can see he breaks down. 
He squats before he, he closes his eyes. Yeah, and you know he closes his eyes. Yeah, well, and he, he essentially he becomes, blinks. Yes, he blinks. So I, you know, I got to believe that certainly you got to feel better about this week than last week when you had the six five or six six three hundred twenty five pound Case Myers coming downhill at you as a fullback, the rookie offensive tackle. You got to feel a lot better about this guy because this guy does blink. I, I guess it's it's, uh, it's it's Cade Mays. It's Cade oh, Mays. Cade Mays, thank you. The re- and the reason why I say that is because that was my nephew's roommate at Tennessee. No, so I not to Kate. mention journalistic so, yeah. integrity. You know, journalistic integrity always comes into it, and then there is there is an affinity for the young man, even though he 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 was just a nameless gray face on Sunday <laughs> until <laughs> after the game, and then, and then that's when we hugged. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but you're right. I mean, when you look at this, I, I mean, I mean, you know, Johnson is 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 not that guy that's going to be menacing. But he is going to take you to the ball. Yeah. Um, so that's one of the things that if you're keying on the run game, and he's in that, he's in the game in the formations. <clears throat> he's he's going to be leading you to the ball um, when he lines up behind, obviously in the backfield. But uh, wing, he'll have some off motion stuff to uh, to hopefully either try and keep Highsmith or Watt um, in place. Um, you know, as far as offside. But he but he's not an impactful guy. No, he's not. He's he 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 he's uh for the Pittsburghers out there he's a jag, <laughs> just a guy. Just a guy. There you go. Just a guy. Yeah, you know. But um, but yeah. I mean, I mean, Jake, Jake, Jacobs. Yes. Gosh, because it's like it's double J's, right? Josh yeah. Jacobs. Uh, <laughs> Jacob Johnson so John, and Josh Jacobs. I mean, we got to dig exactly. Gosh, there's a lot of yeah. So. But um, but Josh Jacobs is a story on this team. Like like when you're talking about the success of the Raiders that they've had, it's been when Josh Jacobs is involved and that he is a primary threat, um, and he keeps them two dimensional because he's just a hard runner, a kid who, you know. And here's what I'll say for him, right? As a fan of football, not of the Raiders, but as a right. fan of football, um, he's a kid that betted on himself. They didn't pick up his fifth year option. And so he's playing this for 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 a contract. So there's an additional motivation behind this running style for Josh Jacobs. Now, in my mind, I'm like he's done enough to earn another contract, so we can shut him down. Just yep. saying. Yep. Yep. But yep. but that's where the intention is. So you so as as a player, as an opponent, right? As as the Steelers, that I have to know that in the back of my head. You know because. He's 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 fighting for his relevance, and that's what and that motivation is something that's going to lead him to be, press a little bit more, dig a little deeper. So you have to make sure that you're matching that same intensity with him, because if you're not there with him, right, he's going to go over you, and he's going to go through you. But if if you meet that intensity, you match that intensity, you understand what what it is. That's that. That's when. That's when you start getting the little sparks going, right? You know, when you, when you take two pieces of metal, you rub them up against each other, you get that little spark, right, Wolf? Correct. That friction. Yes. That 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 that's when good things happen. That's when good things happen. Yeah, light a fire but, on the sidelines. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Get a spark but, there, Max. <laughs> hey, listen. And then, what does dynamite? What what sound does dynamite make? I don't know. Boom. Oh, boom. <laughs> 
Come on, Wolf. Come on. <laughs> I thought this was yeah, a that trick was an question. E- that, I know, that was but I thought you were coming one. up that with was, a trick question. I wasn't coming. That, sometimes it's so easy, you just you just you just let it be. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? One plus one is two. That's it. You yeah, know, yeah. sometimes then, it's that. Yeah, and then you're gonna be like Lucy with Charlie Brown. When I think I got the easy easy kick, boom, you pull it off the tee and I cream myself, huh? Yeah, exactly. And I was like and, and there was there was no there was no pulling of the kick. I, I wasn't. <laughs> hey, listen. I wasn't going to be Dan Marino in that moment. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I got gotcha. you. We're Finkel. We're Ray Finkel. You know, I, I was. I wasn't going to Ace Ventura you. Laces out, Dan. <laughs> no, I was. I wasn't going to give you that moment. But you know. But I mean. But that. That's what you're trying to create. You're trying to create that because, like I said, he's running at a different motivation level. Right. And so you. So you can't be casual, in this. No. Is what I'm trying to mm. say. And, and you've already had the Baltimore game happen to you. Yep. You've had the Jets and the Patriots games happen to you, right? You know, you know, you you know what it tastes like to be on the other side of that with the Carolina game. Mm-hmm. So bring that Carolina energy to Akershore. Oh yeah, I like that. And that's, get, that's got and a little get, rhyme to it. Yeah, Carolina exactly. Energy to Akershore. I don't know. It just sounded good when you let it roll. Yeah, exactly. And some of that noble barbecue again, you know. Ooh, I mean, it, just just, yeah. just saying that that was, that was good on the flight back, wasn't it, Will? Oh, it was. It it truly was. No hey, doubt listen. Even though I lost all of my identification <laughs> and all of my credit cards <laughs> yes. between Atlanta and Charlotte last week, <laughs> I I held on to that barbecue. <laughs> it took it. It took it with me on my flight back home. I was like, nope, you're not getting it. It's mine. <laughs> mine, mine, all so, mine. It's one of the few things I have left in my name <laughs> in this moment. Keep it, keep it I, noble barbecue. I have this sandwich and it's mine. Oh man! And you're gonna have to pry it for my cold, dead hands. <laughs> oh man! We, oh, you know what? We Greg, got to, we're Greg gonna Parker. have to. We're gonna take a break, but you know we yeah, got to. Yeah, come back. we are. Darren Waller, he troubles me. Dang it all! That guy is a serious. He, ve- he vexes you. He yeah, vexes he, he you. vexes me because you know what he can do. You know he's six six. He's two fifty. Uh, 255. I mean, this guy here can make life miserable. And we're going to talk about him more when we come back. Huh, Max? That's right. In the locker room, Wolf and Starks, ESPN and SNR Radio. is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Third and nine. Franco Harris puts it through. Harris scores! Franco Harris and a terrible towel. All right, Franco Harris, terrible towel, all the good things, stocking stuffers that you need. You know, uh, that's I want, how many people. I wonder how many people do terrible towels in their stockings. That's interesting. I never kind of thought well, about that. Well, well, I mean, if there's a fan that you love uh, that doesn't have one or has lost one or needs a needs a specially commemorated one, yeah, you throw it. You throw it in the stocking stuffer. Roll it up. Do a little. Do a little gum band around it, as uh, <laughs> as the Pittsburghers would say, and Yinzers would say. Um, 
Yeah, nice, nice little gift. Fills out the st- the stocking a little bit. <laughs> you know what's interesting? Tunch always used to say the difference between the terrible towel and you know like the, the other. They have the whiteouts and stuff. You know these other promotions. Rally towels, rally yeah. towels. He says what they call. He, he said Pittsburghers buy their own terrible towels. They're gifted to each other. They're bought and gifted. It's not a give out at the stadium. You know, and I thought. Yeah, that's true. No. That's what it's all about. Higher quality materials are used in the process, Wolf. <laughs> yes. I mean, heck, they, even babies get swaddled in them, you know, <laughs> at the hospital. So when, it, when it's Steeler game day. So, I mean, you know, it's, uh, it, it is a very special tre- treasure. I yes. Just put it, that. it is a treasure. And you, and, and you have to be affiliated with or from the Western PA area to really appreciate that terrible talent, not just some type of little giveaway thing that's like it's going to disintegrate if you actually used it for what its, its real purpose right. was. Right, absolutely. But but you use a terrible towel, it's still a towel. I mean, it absorbs ketchup stains, you know, buffalo cheese dip stains. Mm, I mean, yep. you know, it actually works as a, as a working person's towel, but, but you don't wash it. That's the other thing. You don't wash no, the terrible towel. No, that's, you're washing the mojination out of it. Can't do it. You're washing the terrible out of the terrible towel. Yeah, there you go. Exactly yeah. so. Now, let me ask exactly. you something. If you, if We've talked about Josh Jacobs, Derek Carr a little bit, uh, but Darren Waller and Devontae Adams, they are a big one-two punch. And with Jacobs on the ground, that's a one-two-three punch. No, I mean, it is. And, and that's why I think – and the biggest thing is – the Raiders have really put an emphasis on trying to get Devontae Adams going. Yes. Um, you know, now, now he's averaging well over 70 yards of reception. Uh, I'm sorry, in receiving yards over the last six <laughs> games. Yeah, yep. if he was averaging 70 yards per reception, we'd be in trouble. Oh, yeah. Uh, about 15 <laughs> like, reception, yeah. Yeah, about 15 per reception. But, no, 70-plus yards a game in, in receiving yards. Um, so, he, he, he – and he's done it in the last four road games as well. So that's of note yes. that you have to know where he is. And here's the thing. Did you know that Devontae Adams only played the Steelers one other time in his career? I did not know that. Yep. He had five catches for 82 yards and a TD in his only career game. That was Ooh. back in 2017. Ooh. So it's been a long time since that. That was um, that was the Aaron Rodgers-Ben Roethlisberger shootout, wasn't it? That was that one of many Ben Roethlisberger yeah. Rogers shootouts <laughs> over the years, because I remember the other one, the other shootout where we went head to head when uh, what was that like two thousand? I want to say it was two thousand ten, ten maybe eleven, uh, right around there. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and Green Bay, Green Bay came to us. Okay, that was the one where it was like you know. God, what was it like four, 40, 40 plus a piece? I yeah, mean, it was it just was crazy. I, I I remember it vividly because Clay Matthews, I gave up two sacks in that game. Oh no, yes, Clay Matthews. Yeah, it was. It's was not my shining, no, not my shining moment. But Ben still threw for a, a, a whole gaggle of yards, so it wasn't like we really slowed Ben down on that one. Right, um, right. He made he he made up for both of my blunders. Yeah. Thank God. You know what's um, amazing? <laughs> Think about this. The difference with with our ages. You you played Clay. I played his dad. <laughs> yeah, we, we both played against the Clay. Yes, yes. That's that's so wild. Yeah, that, that is, is wild. that is crazy, isn't it? Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, ex- yeah. I mean, but but well, you're also you're blessed and fortunate, right, to be at the age now where you see 
the players that you played against, their kids in the league. Because, I mean, you played yes. against my dad. Yep. And you're, you played you're hosting league. a show with me. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. That's the ultimate irony if you want to talk, look at it that way. I mean, yeah. it's, it's exactly. really funny. Yeah. But but isn't it just funny? Because even – because, like, um, Lofa Tatupu, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, his dad was in the league, and – and I was play, and I'm playing against his son. And my dad, my dad knew uh, Lofa's dad. So right, it's Mosey. like, it's, Mosey's yeah. So 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 it's like it, it's just crazy how generationally, you know, like you said, there's some. It's just it's a it's a family affair, right? Yes, it's a family affair um, in the league, and um, it's just it's tremendous. But um, you know, when I'm looking at the, the this this matchup, and, and Darren Waller, by the way. For as as effective as Darren Waller has been this season, he's been hurt. Yep, he's he's been hurt. He's yep. been injured. And he only he, he only had his second touchdown catch mm-hmm. of the season last week. Yes, it's only the second one. So you know, so he's kind of as, as as a as a dynamic guy. He still has his own, you know, bugaboos, and we'll see how healthy you are. Trust me, if, if you have injury concerns or you are still nursing something. Negative degree weather will expose that. Absolutely, you know. yes. It is a great equalizer and, and an X-ray machine of, of your true health when you have to go in those type of weather conditions, because everything gets tighter, everything hurts more, everything throbs just a bit more because that blood flow is getting restricted, right? You need blood to flow through your body to heal, and there's no healing in this point. And so <laughs> you're only ga- gaining new hematomas out there. Because when you get when you take a bruise in that weather, Wolf, and yep. correct me if I'm wrong from your experience, man, that thing swells up so quick because the blood doesn't have anywhere to go because the the vessels have constricted on you. They're constricting. So, it kind of pulls. <laughs> so you have like knots on your body when you right after you walk off the field, you're like, what in the good Lord is happening to me? Yeah, I'm just, I, it, you know, it's like one of those guys where you see the cartoon character that gets beat up. And he's got like the little knots all all around his head. Like little mountains, like that. That's what you're gonna feel like around your body as you find new injuries because it's so cold. And as you warm up, you're like, "Ow, that really hurts." What happened here? <laughs> oh, that's right. I did get hit there two quarters ago. I took a <laughs> shot there. Yeah. Oh, it's brutal. Yeah. Yeah. The delay onset. That that that's gonna be rough. So for Darren Waller, you know, I, I'd say just you know just pull a little AT and T action on. Reach out and touch him. A couple times, <laughs> yeah. See how see see how he responds. Just remember where the injury is. That's all. <laughs> that's, that's all it is. Back in my hey. day, it was always you know somebody had a uh, you know an injured uh, knee, and you'd say which one. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I know exactly. it sounds awful, but you know that's the way it used to be. Listen, one, once again, it's never awful unless, of course, the guy like you know breaks it in game. But right. uh, no, I mean if you if you're signing up to play that means you you assume the assumption of risk right it's like yes. it's like those waivers you have to sign before you get on like certain rides <laughs> yeah like we will not indemnify you or you go to a, like a bounce park and they make you fill out the waiver like you can't sue us if something bad happens to your child bouncing on all these trampolines um that that's just hey that's par for the course that's called that's that's called that's called enhanced research yes that's all it is it's enhanced research. and that means you care about the game that's what you have to remember. You're caring about the game, and you want to make sure you do everything in your power to make sure your team is successful. But I still think that the emphasis is Josh Jacobs because here's another note, Wolf. Josh Jacobs has had over 100 scrimmage yards a game over the last six straight games. Ew. The longest active streak in the NFL, by the way. Yes. Yep. 
And that's, yeah, it so, stinks. It stinks. The guy's already rushed for nearly 1,500 yards. He's going at a five-yard clip, and he scored 11 TDs. You know, I mean, this is a capable uh, offense, but the, the weather that they're predicting for tomorrow night could negate a great deal of their weaponry. And that's, you know, that's to be determined. We'll have to see. But I do know, defensively speaking, they still have a couple of guys that you've got to pay attention to, and that would start with Max Crosby and and uh, Chandler Jones. you got two guys that can get after it pass rush-wise. Yeah, the gruesome twosome off the edge, you know? <laughs> I love that. That's great. you got to make yeah, sure to pull I'll... that one out tomorrow night. Yeah, I'm definitely going to pull that out. Well, hopefully I don't have to. Well, okay, yes. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. But you can if always find do, a way. You can find a way to it, interject that at some point. Yeah, yeah. And a it's non- in the back pocket. Yes. I don't, because that means that they're affecting the game more than I like if they yeah. are the gruesome twosome. Yes, okay. You know, you know but uh, but you're absolutely right. I mean, I mean, Max Crosby, you know, pro bowler last year, I mean, was dynamite off the edge. He was – but you know what's funny? Dan Moore actually had a good game against Max Crosby last year. Oh yeah, yeah he did. Yeah he yeah he he locked him up pretty good. So that's going to be a prime, as you would call it, the beef eater matchup. Is going to be well, those two going head to head. Well, he's over on Chooks' side now. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, yeah, I'm sorry. sorry. Yeah, that's right. He moved to Chooks with Chandler Jones. That's right. Yes, that's right. So they brought Chandler over. Yes, and now Max bumped over to the right, right side. I apologize. You, you are correct. But let me throw um, this out there. I like this matchup because I love the fact. Now the thing about Max Crosby, he's excellent. Uh, he's lanky, you know. He's six five, but he's only two fifty five. If Chukes can punch and lock into and use his his strength, you know, and his ability, he can squat on a bull rush. I mean, Chukes can. He's got yeah. a really strong core. He can break down Max Crosby. Now it ain't yes. going to be easy. It's going to be very difficult. But it's going to be that that you know inst- instantaneous. You punch and then are you in? Are you inside? If you're inside, you got to lock on and, and use your size and strength to your advantage. Absolutely, because here's here's the other stats that Max Crosby carries into this game, Wolf. Yes. Um, he he he's he's career best right now in sacks this season. Yeah. Even as menacing as he was last year, um, he's at eleven and a half sacks. Right. And then that is the most by a Raider since 2015. How about that? Was, and he's got Leo 51 yeah. solo tackles. That's a lot for a yes. defensive end. I mean, because well, you're and, talking about 78 with uh, total, you know, with assists yeah. and stuff. That's a lot for a dude with his hand in the dirt. Well, and he has he's leading the league in TFLs, too, this season, Wolf. What's he 19. got? 19, yes. 19. 19 yes. TFLs. So 11 and a half of those are sacks. And he has about another West. Oh God, seven and a half. I yeah, don't... seven and a half. Yep. No, no. I did it. I did it. I did it. I did it. Seven and a half are running back tackles or plays in the backfield. Okay. So, so we we got to be on your p's and q's. And of course, Chandler Jones. He had he had his miraculous interception. Oh, Is that man. better? Yes. Yeah. 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 So he, it was he's, miraculous. He's it wasn't immaculate. No, it was not. Just, just, just miraculous for the Raiders. Um, but he also had two pass deflections in that game as well, leading up to that. So that's something to keep in mind. He's a guy that's always looking to jump. And yep. what do you do when they jump, Wolf? It rhymes with jump. <laughs> you thump. You put you put your helmet right down in the groin area. <laughs> yeah. You go. Through. I would have said dump, but yeah. we'll take thump. There we yeah. go. You jump, they thump. Right. Yeah. I mean, I mean that. Or they they jump, you dump. 
Um, and they thump. <laughs> yeah, and still get thumped. Yes, but, but don't get but don't get stumped. <laughs> because you don't want to get rumped if you get end up on your keister. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, yes. we're we're gonna stop with the low hanging fruit. All right, yeah, at this moment, this but, is going um, downhill really fast. Yeah, but he's but also here here's up to note. All right, sack in two of the past three games and a fumble recovery in three of the past four games. So he's a guy that that is a ball hawk. Yes. At that so even when you think you have him locked up, you must stay engaged with him because he's very opportunistic and he wants those fumble recoveries. And they're going to so if you cause if you're getting recoveries, I mean somebody's forcing fumbles, right? Mhm. Yep. So You've got to make sure you're on top of it. And the last time he played against the Steelers, he was, of course, a member of the Arizona Cardinals back in 2019. Yes. He had a sack, forced fumble, and a pass deflection in that game. There you go. He's so got, he, he he's a problem. Yeah, he's got, what, four and a half sacks now? He's got that, yeah. that one-arm stab. He's very good with that one-arm stab, man. He get, he can off-balance you and catch that edge. No, he, he he's one like, like – Chandler is one where his game is not about speed, but it's all fluid. Yes. It's all flow with him. Yes. He's going to come. He's going to test you upfield because he wants to get your your footwork out of whack. Right. But he does it in such a casual, smooth, flowy, rhythmic moment that he can kind of lull guys to sleep. And I think that's something that Dan Moore, you can't get into a lull with him. Right. You've got to bring the fight to him, and you've got to put hands on him every single time like a Baptist preacher. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to continually <laughs> go out and bless everybody like Benny Hinn. You know, I mean, that's just kind of how you have to go about it. You must put hands on. He doesn't like contact. He doesn't like friction. So you have to go bring the friction to him, especially on this fr- frigid day. You know, just be like, hey, just trying to huddle for warmth, bud. We're going to get up close and personal every single play. That's that 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 that's the way that's the way I'm going to stay warm. So I I, ha- I have to, I have to destroy you. <laughs> and if I land on the ground, I need you underneath me when I land on the ground. That's right. I, don't want that I need cushion. I don't want to be on the yeah. cold ground. Exactly. Nobody wants to hit the ground, you know, butt first, you know. So I prefer you land butt first. I'll land on top of you. And they call that a pancake. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, no, th- those are really the two big guys. The other guy of note, of course, on that defense side of the ball, uh, Denzel Perryman. Yes. Um, is another one. He's been on a tear as of late. You know, seven plus tackles a game. Yep. Uh, in the last five, in the last four, he's trying to go five in a row with that one, um, and has a TFL in four of the past five games. So he's a guy that's gonna that's gonna be that's gonna pull the trigger really quickly. He does pull the trigger, but one thing I like, you can turn the shoulders of the the uh, point of attack guys, whether it's Bilal, yeah. whether it's Tillery, or whoever it is. Uh, uh, you you can get those shoulders turned, get them running. But you got to be careful because man, oh man, uh, Perryman or Masterson—they they're pretty good coming downhill. And that I like Perryman. Perryman is impressive. Yeah, yeah, Denzel Denzel's really good. Um, you know, but but here, but the note is like you said, it's the gift and the curse with with the turned shoulders. Yeah, the turned shoulders can either get skinny or get beat. Yep, so that's right. Just remember those two axioms when you're thinking about. That's the risk versus reward that they'll always take in this game, and hence why their record kind of reflects it a little bit. If we're if we're if we're being if we're being frank about this, um, but I I think that's where you have to make sure that you're on your p's and q's. And me being on my p's and q's, Wolf says that I need to go take a break before the bell lap here because we did get a little bit in the woods, which was nice on the defense. Now we're going to wrap a bow on it for 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 our weekend. 
which happens to be tomorrow game day <laughs> instead of a Sunday. Yes. So let's step aside one last time. You're in the locker room. Wolf and Starks are going to finish off the Raiders when we come, ne- when we come back here on SNR and ESPN Radio. is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. I want to talk a little bit about this gentleman right here uh, and the immaculate reception. Uh, over the years, I had a, a lot of opportunity to spend time with him and get his perceptions on the significance of the play and others. And um, It's just an honor to be in close proximity to such a historic play, not only for this organization, but for football. Um, and to hear those that were part of that group, to hear him tell it, um, what an awesome football play, man. It changed not only the tide um, of that game um, and of that season, allowing them to extend their playoff run, but more than anything, um, from the mouths of those men, uh, it changed their mentality here in Pittsburgh. Uh, and that mentality permeates um, and exists to this day. The expectation, the standard, that is, the Pittsburgh Steelers was born on the Immaculate Reception. Um, they expected to compete for and win world championships moving forward. And we're so thankful that that standard has been set for us uh, in the efforts of this man and his teammates. Um, we, we try to honor them daily uh, with our approach to business, and we're just honored and thankful to be a part of that, that awesome fraternity. What a great uh, summation by Mike Tomlin that's uh, hitting it right on the head. Uh, one thing I love about Mike Tomlin is that uh, his great respect for the history of the game, the history of the Pittsburgh Steelers, and the uh, the tremendous men like Franco that uh, led the way on this. And so, ah, uh, you know, it, it's kind of like this. Uh, we're down to it, bud. This is the last little segment here, right before Christmas, right before this game, and. You know, the thought of all that uh, has, has gone on this week is just makes it a long week. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right, Wolf. Um, but like you said, there, there's, been, there's been levity. There's been healing in this process um, because to have something so detrimental happen, um, you know, during this week, a, a tragic loss for all of Steelers Nations, um, for all of the family, the friends, um, and this, the passerbys, right? I mean, that, that's that, – which are friends in waiting is how, is how Franco looked at it. Mm-hmm. Um, to know that there will be this culminating moment tomorrow evening um, to uh, kind of wrap this off. But like you said, it's also Christmas Eve. Yeah. So there's a lot of things that, you know, as we take stock and look at th- a lot of things to be grateful for and thankful for, even in the midst of navigating our emotions for losing a friend. Um, you know, it, it's that mixed bag, right? But yes. once again, blessings and thankfulness and gratitude is kind of the, the reason for the season and that meaning, you know, also celebrating the birth of, you know, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. As well, which is the the only reason we have this holiday. <laughs> That's exactly yeah, it, yeah. Max. That's so, exactly it. So, yes. so when we put it in perspective – you know, I, for me, I have to say, Wolf, I'm so thankful for our friendship. I am blessed to call you a friend, a colleague, a peer. Um, and, and brother. A friend, and brother. <laughs> yes. and, a, and, a, 
Exactly, and, and one of the unofficial members of the Wolf Pack now. Yes, you know? the Wu Fang Clan. Uh, uh, Wu Fang Clan. Um, yeah, I love you very much, man, and I'm love so you, thankful bro. for you. Yes. So I have to make sure I say that, Wes, you, you, the ninja do it all. You know, behind behind the uh, behind the cloak, behind the glass, behind the screen, wherever he is, or just back in the room. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it, lo- what it looks like a DJ turn turntable setup uh, on game days <laughs> as he's engineering and running around the place. Wes, I appreciate you, man. Love you. Thanks, Max. Um, you too. Yeah. So you know, and, and blessings to all of our. SNR family, you know, everybody that comes on the show, Wex, Jerry, you know, Alvaro. Yes. Uh, we're thankful for all for all of their contributions on a weekly basis. Brian LaMartina, Sensei Lamb. Yes. Of course. You know, we're, thank, <laughs> we're, we're I'm thankful for him and also for Reagan, Barubi as well. Yes. Uh, I mean, it, it, there, there's a lot of thankfulness to go around, even with the heavy hearts. You know, it, it's one of those things where it just makes you realize – we need to we need to show those things while those people are there to receive them. They they they're live they're here for us to receive the roses, you know, mm. um, because life is fragile and yes, tomorrow's is. never promised. So take advantage today, and I and I I send that out to all of Steeler Nation. Just make sure you're mindful of that in this holiday. If you're thinking about telling somebody you love them, Tell do them. it. Yes. Don't wait. Don't, Don't wait. wait. That's why yeah. I love you, man. <laughs> I love you, man. I love you, man. <laughs> and it's going to be a great night tomorrow night at Acrosure. Yeah. Oh, yes. my goodness. Make sure you bundle up. Oh, go grab the Go grab the hand and foot warmers now. I'm just yes. a little, little warning there. But I, I do want to point out before we go, Wolf, yes. uh, two, two records to watch, two milestones to watch, Najee Harris. He needs 45 scrimmage yards to join Le'Veon Bell as the only players in franchise history with 1,000-plus scrimmage yards in two consecutive seasons. Ooh. Kenny Pickett needs 203 passing yards to join Ben Roethlisberger as uh, the only Pitt rookies ever to go to have 2,000-plus passing yards in a season. So those are the two things to be on watch for this game this weekend as we, uh, as we join and partake in the festivities. Absolutely. Well said, brother. Can't say it any better than that. Merry Christmas to all all Steelers Nation. We love you all. We appreciate you all so very much. I hope it's a special, wonderful weekend for you all. Um, again, remember the reason for the season, the birth of Jesus. And we are so glad that you spent some time with us. And, Max, my friend, I will see you soon. That's right. I will see, I'll see you manana or tomorrow, <laughs> depending on which broadcast you listen to. Both of those words apply. All right, you've been in the locker room with Wolf and Starks here on SNR and ESPN Radio.